0: We talked to you a little bit about our sponsor. It's iTarget Pro. Um, you know, Pro. You know, iTarget Pro. You want to be a. You want to be good with your gun. You have to have it in your hand, and you have to have good trigger uh, control. Trigger control is the biggest thing because when you pull that trigger, um, you usually will go down or to the left or to the right, um, and you need good trigger control. That's just coming from firing that thing over and over again. Well, you can now do this without going to the range with iTarget Pro. You put a little teeny device in, it's like the size of a bullet, and uh, you can now, quote, shoot your gun without any discharge. It just discharges a laser light onto a target in your home. It projects that onto your cell phone, and it's it's target practicing at home from your couch. It's great Saves a ton of money. iTarget Pro. Uh, you just go to itargetpro.com. That's itargetpro.com. The fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenbeck program. The Covington Catholic School. This story felt important to me from the moment we saw it, and it is only gaining in importance. This is. You know, I I talk about the Archduke Ferdinand moment. Uh, This is this is a moment. This is a moment in our history, and a very important a a moment because there are characteristics of this story that stand out and are different than any other story we have covered. And I want to take this apart piece by piece because America, you are at a very important threshold. Where do you stand? We begin the show in one minute.
1: This is the Glenn Beck Program.
0: My Patriot Supply. When you put money in your 401k or your IRA, what are you doing? You're preparing for a day when, you know, things change in your life and you retire. You, You purchase health insurance. What are you doing? You're preparing for, God forbid, the day you get cancer or you're in a car accident. Fire insurance. You're preparing, God forbid, for the day that your house burns down. Flood insurance. It's all the same. So why is it crazy to have you know some sort of food insurance? To be able to have food that is from my Patriot supply
2: stored. Our grandparents did it. You're just doing it in a modern way. I mean, the, the government recommends it. Right? Yeah. I mean, they recommend you have uh, food in case of a hurricane or a terrible storm or a zombie apocalypse. I'm pretty sure they're on that board yeah, of that one, are. too. They are. Mm-hmm. Uh, My Patriot Supply. This week, they're offering a food kit that
0: averages 2,000 calories a day for four weeks. A four week food kit, 2,000 calories a day, you can live on it. Go prepare. With Glenn, uh, go to preparewithglen.com and prepare. You'll save a hundred dollars on this food kit today. Four week food kit, breakfast, lunch, dinners, last up to twenty five years, two thousand calories a day. Preparing with my patriot supply, it's the smart thing to do. Do it now. Prepare with Be prepared for what might come next. Prepare with That's prepare Jeez. I don't know if you're going to be able to count on your neighbors coming up. I felt this was an important story uh, on the Covington Catholic uh, School since the moment I saw it. But there were things about this that stand out. First, I think we were all disappointed at how fast everybody jumped on the bandwagon to bash this kid but in a, in a society of virtue signaling you can kind of understand but I was disappointed with how fast moderates and conservatives and the catholic church itself jumped immediately to attack this kid that's a really bad sign and I think it's a result of an entire generation of virtue signaling it's not good We collectively have no chance against future mobs if our own will turn on their own just to virtue signal. You have no chance. If no one will give you the benefit of the doubt without hearing the evidence, we have no chance. I also think what sets this apart, this is the first time not, not really, uh, not not really evident uh, to the average person. This is the first time that the media has full on knowingly lied to perpetuate a story, and I don't mean knowingly they knowing us. Usually, usually there's some shadow of a doubt. Usually there's some reason. Usually there's something. We've all heard stories and there's always something you're like, there's this, this nagging feeling. Well, yeah, but maybe I'm not really sure. So you, you stand up and support what you think, but you could be pushed down because there's always some piece that seems to be missing This is the first time I have seen one that the facts of the story were always there. The evidence that the story was wrong was out about as early as the story itself. And the media knew on this one. They knew they saw this as an opportunity, whether it happened like that or not. Didn't matter. But something's changing This is this is the Kavanaugh story. We asked ourselves, are we going to learn from this? Nope. We said, what happens when this is your son or daughter? Remember what happens when this? Well, this is someone's son. This is a minor. This isn't Kavanaugh who did something 40 years ago that none of us could prove. See, with Kavanaugh, we still had to go with our gut and our common sense. And some people's gut went the other way. Some people said, no, you know what? I just believe her. And it kind of fell down on party lines, but not universally so. Anyone honest could come to a different conclusion. On this one, no. No there's no way
2: so this is kavanaugh on steroids yeah because you think if we happen to have 40 different viewpoints of the entire party that supposedly happened that kavanaugh was at it would have been easy to decipher what actually occurred Mm -hmm. right here we have 40 cameras and they still can't seem to figure it out it almost Mm -hmm. hints at some dishonesty Almost. <laughs> I, just, I, I know uh-huh. I'm reaching there, right? but sure. it almost seems like they're just fitting this to their narrative, no matter the cost to this poor 16-year-old kid. So here's the thing. The media
0: knew on this one. They saw this as just an opportunity. Whether it happened like the way they said or not, it didn't matter. There's more disturbing stuff about that I'll get to in a second. This is also the first time the mob of millions has gone after a child Now, let me let me say this. Do you remember just last week there was this this picture of a naked trans man standing next to a trans child that has been performing in strip clubs? No one in the media had anything to say about that behavior or their parents. No one said anything. But a kid smiling Apparently, we can read the mind of that kid. The kid smiling, even though the all of the two hours of video evidence show that's not what was happening there. That was unacceptable to the media that they had to preach. We've never gone after some kid. Especially we the mob never attacked some kids, especially just for smiling. If I give the left the grace of trying to frame their point of view in my mind, the most harsh charge I can come up with is that he smiled at someone. And then the rest of it, you just have to fill in the blanks. Even if you did smile at someone, is that enough to destroy him? To say you wanted to push him into a wood chipper to offer uh free oral sex to anyone who will punch him in the face to offer signed copies of my all of my albums if somebody will just beat him up is it enough that's smiling are you comfortable with your child smiling could be innocent might not be for the millions of americans To take a picture of your child, interpret it any way they wanted, true or not, and then target your child for death? This is an attempt to destroy an innocent person. This is an attempt to destroy an innocent child and intimidate anyone who won't go along with a mob. This isn't the first time, but it's, it's recent then, even after the evidence, the hard left, Hollywood, and others aren't budging. They will not accept the fact. This is new. In, in my opinion on this, this is new. Usually the hard, hard left will not accept the fact, but they cannot convince half of the country When the evidence is clear and people have made a mistake, usually they say, oh, I'm sorry, made a mistake. That's not what's happening here. What's happening here is really disturbing. Is the media and social media jumped on it. Just like just like they did with the Obama picture. I'm sorry, of the uh, the jail pictures of the kids. Okay, they jumped on that. Then they immediately apologized. But what did they learn from that? Wait, don't apologize. let We're wrong about this, but we're actually right about it because it's still going on. So here the media and social media and the left have said, he's a horrible monster. Oh, the evidence shows he's not a horrible monster. Well, I'm sure he's a horrible monster some way or another. Let's get him. And so now they're going to find any way they can to prove that they may have. They weren't wrong on Friday. They just weren't right about it in that instance. He is a horrible monster. This school is a horrible place. We know it. And how do we know it? He was wearing a hat. You know, Martin Luther King on 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 last monday was the anniversary martin luther king saying don't judge me by the color of my skin but by the content of my character now it's not even skin color it's a hat color don't judge me by the color of my hat but by the content of my character on the same day martin luther king Martin Luther King Day, just a few steps away from where he made that dream, where he proclaimed that dream and spoke it into possibility of existence. They're not even judging on skin color. At best, this is the best example of widespread hate speech and active threats of harm delivered over Twitter and Facebook, where the companies refuse to police people I've seen. You could say whatever you want about these kids, Facebook and Twitter, they don't care. How many people would they have to ban if they had to enforce this? I believe they realize that if they actually police the left, the left would rise up and strike them back hard. They're not going to take on the left. Look at how much hate, how much vitriol has been preached. One journalist finally got fired. But look what he had to say to get fired, although he also still has a Twitter account. Here it is. I don't know what it says about me, but I've truly lost the ability to articulate the hysterical rage, nausea, and heartache this makes me feel. I just want these people to die. Simple as that. Every single one of them die. And their parents. Now this guy lost his job, but the Twitter account remains. We saw something else with this story. It's like if you took the intersectionality foundation being built over the last decade and put it in a Petri dish, this story is what it would grow. If you're a woman's march protester, you frame this kid as just another Kavanaugh, just another rapist in the making. I have seen these hundreds of times online. The 20-year challenge. Putting that kid side by side with Kavanaugh. If you were a Black Lives Matter supporter, you saw him as a KKK member. Here's Alyssa uh, Alyssa Milano. The red MAGA hat is the new white hood. Just saw somebody on CNN say, I'm I'm just I'm I just am triggered by those hats. It's the new hood. Without white boys being able to empathize with other people, humanity will continue to destroy itself. If you're one of the idiots that think some secret patriarchal uh, uh, cabal is keeping people down, you see him just as part of the patriarchy. Here's another one. Racism is in boomer death throes. It will die out with this younger generation. Look at the crap-eating grins on all those young white slugs. Faces just perverse pleasure at wielding a false dominion that they've been taught their whole life was their divine right. Just effing die. If you think millennials don't respect war vets, and by that I mean leftists who masquerade as if they care about such thing, you had an angle too. If, if, if you just hate Trump, the kid was the embodiment of what Trump has done to the country. So the kid doesn't get to just defend himself. He doesn't get to defend uh, what he actually did. I mean, how do you how do you defend smiling? He has to defend against being a rapist, a Klan member, a conservative, a Trump supporter, a patriarchy uh, uh, member, being a male, being white, whatever, whatever the hell they want to say. We're going to introduce the real villains in this story that no one will seem to talk about when we come back. in one minute simply safe is our sponsor um i want to talk to you a little bit about simply safe and how what a great company this is and the reason one of the reasons why i love this company is it's run by a guy who who started the company he was up i think at mit and he was a tinkerer and his whole family line has been tinkerers they've been inventors and uh, his grandfather, I don't remember what it was, but invented something that went into our World War II tanks that helped us win the Second World War. And he always looked at his grandfather as a hero and an amazing inventor. And he always wanted to do something that would help America and be like his grandfather. So he did. It, it, this one kind of came by accident, but he invented Simply Safe. And it is changing the way people keep their families and their homes safe. It is all 100% wireless. It's state-of-the-art technology. There are no contracts. There's no wires. There's no strings attached. You own the system. And if you want the monitoring, it's month by month, so you can cancel it anytime. It's $14.99 a month. This is such a great deal, and it is such a great system, only, only from the mind of a great American tinkerer who has a long tradition of helping Americans. It's simply safe. Go to simplysafebeck.com. save 10 percent at simplysafebeck.com. We break now for 10 seconds station ID You know it's amazing to me the kids that are killing kids in Chicago. They don't, we don't care. We don't care. Seattle. There were these uh, 16 year olds had a shootout as they were robbing a gas station yesterday at gunpoint. Barely made the news. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. But this smiling kid, did you see him on the today show? He looks terrified. Now, if I were the parent, I I don't think I would have gone on the today show. Uh, I mean, he did fine, but that
2: kid looked terrified, and he should. Uh, it's in also a hostile environment. Uh, I, you know, I know the one clip NBC decided to push out as a promo was, eh, do you want to apologize for what you did? That was their big question. <laughs> apologize. Uh, of any question that you could ask this kid, their question was, do you want to apologize? Look at the
0: way. Look at the way. The left. And you know what? Com- uh, see if we can have somebody in the office compile All of the times people on the left said, how dare you take apart these Parkland shooter kids, these kids? I'd really like to see uh, where are they now?
2: Where are they now? Those kids Kids are they're absolutely not off limits anymore. That's for sure. No. Kids are fine to go after. Yep. For nothing. But I mean, think about just how insane what you just said a minute ago is. A person, multiple people get shot, get killed in incidents all across the country. And we're spending this much time on a kid who's, who wore a hat and and maybe smiled. I mean, you know, it's important for us to cover it because if not, this kid's life is destroyed. But if the truth doesn't come out, his life is destroyed. But it makes no sense that this was Mm -hmm. a story in the first place. Mm -hmm. As I said the other day, even if... He did say build the wall, even if he flipped off all the uh, all the uh, Native Americans, even if he was a jerk and even if he was a racist and even if he was the worst person you can think of that you could possibly be at 16 years old in high school. It is certainly not a national news story. It is certainly not even a local news story. If anything, it is a conversation between the principal and the parents afterwards. If he really had done something wrong, it is not a national news story that even if he was a punk, that high school students are occasionally punks. It
0: happens if he weren't wearing the MAGA hat, it would not be a story. Nope. Would not be a story. This is all about the government closure, the media wanting desperately just to destroy Donald Trump. Uh, and they'll do anything to destroy Donald. I mean, Trump. Joe, Joy Behar admitted it. Yeah, can we play that clip? Do we have that clip? That she was on the View yesterday, and Whoopi Goldberg said, "How come? Why? I mean, why is this a why is this a story? Why would we all jump to the conclusion? What does that say about us?" And here's what Joy Behar said:
3: People admitted they made snap judgments before these other facts came in. Other facts, but is it that? We just instantly say that's what it is based on what we see in that moment and then have to walk stuff back when it turns out we're wrong. Why is that? Why is, do we keep making the same mistake?
0: Because we're, we're desperate to get Trump out of office. Listen to that. Those are mothers. Those are mothers. These could be your sons. And by the way, just something else for Whoopi Goldberg. When you say other facts, is that kind of like alternative facts?
2: It wasn't other facts. It was the the facts were there the whole time. Right. The videos I were there the I think that's the point
0: you made. There are no alternative facts. There are just facts. You choose to only see a few.
1: You're listening to Glenn
2: Beck.
0: <sighs> All right. Relief factor. Uh, you're in constant pain. Um, well, one thing you can do is just stop. Stop paying attention to the rest of the world. <laughs> I think that's co- I bet that's causing a lot of pain. Anyway, 50 million people spend their lives in constant pain here in America. And, you know, there's pain where you just can't take it anymore. Um, and I have been to that level and I have gotten blessed relief and you know will it last my whole life i don't know but i've had it for a light, l- at least a year now and i've got it from relief factor and it's 100 percent drug free it's created by doctors three week quick start is all i took cost me 20 bucks uh my wife said take it and if it doesn't work then stop taking it i did and i've gone on to order a year's worth month after month because it works relieffactor.com get out of pain now
2: Thank you, thank you for making it possible for us to do the research on the story. You made it possible by subscribing to the Blaze, BlazeTV.com/slash. Promo code is Beck. We welcome
0: Pat Gray to the Glenn Beck program. Woo! Pat, mm-hmm. uh, what is in your uh, in your stack of stuff that uh, I think feeling- probably a lot of
3: the same things that is in yours? I'm really. Yeah. Really hacked off Mm -hmm. about this Covington kid thing. The media just they won't they won't stop with these kids even though it's all been disproved even though they did zero wrong uh, they're still looking for a way to persecute these kids Uh, the the Savannah Guthrie I know you guys mentioned it. Uh, Did you actually see the interview? Uh, Listen to this part? No it's 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 a part of it listen to her asking him uh, whether or not he has anything to yeah. po- apologize for. Yep. Do you feel from this experience that you owe anybody an apology? Mm. Do you see your own fault Look at
1: that kid. No. in any way? As far as standing there, I had every right to do so. I don't... I'd, yeah. My position is that I was not disrespectful to Mr. Phillips. I respect him. I'd like to talk to him. I mean, in hindsight, I wish we could have walked away and avoided the whole thing. So, look at how
0: terrified
3: he's. That looks like
0: my son.
3: Yeah, I know. But yeah, am I sorry? Yeah, I'm sorry. I did this interview, Puddin. I'm I'm sorry. I agreed to come. (laughs) I don't know if he would have said Puddin if that would have helped (laughs) things. I'm sorry, Nathan Phillips is such a psychopathic liar. Truly, truly sociopathic liar. Yeah, yeah, he is. Sociopathic liar. Yes, he is. And I'm sorry nobody in the media has any integrity or honesty, including you, Savannah. I mean, it's, it's crazy to watch this when you think, especially when you bring up the Parkland kids. I mean, they were... They were vile in many of the things they were uh, sainted. They were they They were were screaming the f word in interviews. They were they were tweeting out the f word in interviews. He was completely David Hogg was completely disrespectful to anyone who disagreed with him. He was making stuff up uh, about Dana Lash and others, and yet Laura Ingram couldn't even question why he couldn't get into a college at one point. She didn't. There is
0: there (laughs) is these
3: kids trying to get into college. Good luck. Yeah. Oh yeah,
2: yeah. They won't wind up at Harvard,
3: I don't think. Like like Hogg did, because they're not the right political ideology. It is
0: terrifying what's going on right now. I think this is. I'm gonna say this is a big deal. I'm gonna say what I wanted to say on Monday, um, uh, because I've thought about it because Stu has made me think about it over and over again. But I really believe that this Stu, I know, (laughs) know Um, makes us think about this. This is this is. This is. We are now entering the time where I will not be surprised to see someone beaten within an inch of their life in the well of the Senate. And the reason why I bring that up as an example is because I remember doing my homework on trying to figure out what 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 was life like in America leading up to the Civil War. What did it feel like in America in 1855, four, somewhere in that area? um, uh, There was a senator. Who was talking about the whore that the South is sleeping with. And that whore is slavery. And it offended the South. How dare you say that about the South? And so one of the House members walked over with a silver tipped cane and beat that senator. On the floor of the Senate, no one came to his aid. Beat him almost to death. Almost to death. Took him years to recover. Mm -hmm. He finally came back like two Mm -hmm. or three years later to deliver the rest of that speech Um, and beat him with an inch of his life. No one stopped him. No one stopped him from leaving. He threw the cane down, left. Uh, They took uh, they they took the senator to the hospital. Nobody really cared about him. They never prosecuted the guy who beat him to death. In fact, they took that cane, took pieces of that cane, and they made it in necklaces. And the the Democrats in the House and the Senate wore necklaces with that cane around their neck, a little teeny cane around their neck, to say, we don't care. We'll beat anybody to death that stands against us. Now, when I read that 15 years ago, I thought, that's crazy. We are a long way away. But I can see that happening. This Absolutely. this story is a turning point for America, and you better know what side you're on. You better know. You better watch this now with your mm-hmm. kids. In fact, we should do a special maybe on Monday that you can just watch with your kids. The danger of tweeting, the danger of Facebook, the danger of smiling in public, <laughs> and 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 show our kids. Yeah how important this is because at worst that's what the kid
2: did at the very worst he smiled Just at the guy smirked yeah yeah it's not yeah, that's bad. that's no, not bad anyway that's I mean, that, not that, bad. That, that was what was interesting about this one in that like let's say there's been some of these like fights between the proud boys and other groups like antifa right and so you watch a proud boy guy like punch an antifa member in the face and they're like look at this they're assaulting these people outside And then later on, you see the full video, and actually, the Proud Boys were attacked first, and they're defending themselves. Mm -hmm. Like, it's understandable to me to say, you know, maybe you have a preconceived notion of one of these groups, and you say, okay, I just saw someone hit punch another person, and that looks really bad. We didn't even see in the video this kid do anything wrong. It wasn't like they took a bad moment out of context of a, a larger event. He did nothing and no. they just assigned horrible intent He'd, to him for no reason. He bought
0: a hat. He bought a hat. That's it. A hat. He wore a hat. It's not even the smirk. It's the
3: hat. And it's kind of inexcusable to me. I, I Unless I've missed it, I haven't seen the Covington Catholic School administration no, they haven't to support these no, kids. No, they haven't. Still. No, they with, haven't. With all the evidence, they've still done nothing. Right. They're sitting I on feel their hands.
0: Yesterday, yesterday, I had this shirt printed. So I could so I could show my support for the Covington, uh, the Covington oh, yeah. Catholic School and the uh, That's Co- the Covington Catholic, um, you know, members. But I have a really hard time supporting the Catholic school mm-hmm. and really even the archdiocese at this point, because the archdiocese just released a statement that said we're still looking into it before we see if there's any sanctions that need to be taken excuse me it's unbelievable if i were a if i were a uh, a parent there i would be outraged Uh, and my kid would be out of the school yeah but i think well a it's a really good school so people are willing to give them a little extra slack because you know how hard it is to come across really good schools but that school will be forever divided now because i believe what's happening i don't know this for a fact. But I'm guessing what's happening is the social justice warrior Catholic side is fighting against the traditional Catholic side and the social justice warriors who are very, very far left in the Catholic uh, in the Catholic faith are are splitting this. And so I do have this word in from some people in the know, but I don't know. It's it's, you know, second hand here but and I believe it to be true that they're concerned about picking a side because half of their congregation will leave. And so they don't know what to do. They want to keep everybody together and they don't know what to do. Well, you can't. I mean, there's going to be, I shall clean out mine own house first. There is going to be a cleansing and, pur- uh, and, and purging of those people who will not listen to the Lord's commandments.
2: It's going to be. You have to make a choice. Yeah, I I have no, we all understand there's people that make choices. We all do. We're all imperfect, right? That you're trying to make choices and sometimes you make the wrong ones and you, you go with pragmatism over principle. I got no, no, no patience for a faith organization doing that. No, you, you should be saying principled things until there's zero people at your that, school. That's that was true. Jesus. He that's what you're your saying job. Them until they nailed him to a tree. Yes, they nailed him to a cross and he was still saying principled things. Right. That's the whole, the whole faith is based on doing so, things that are unpopular in those moments to stick with those principles.
0: Here's the thing, because people wrote to me yesterday. What can I do? What can I do? What can I do? Well, I wanted to show my support. I had the T-shirt made. I want to show my support. I'm having a t-shirt made that everyone can buy. And oh, they're, they're, wow, it's already there. I, it's Covington strong. And I I want you to show your support. It be, be dare to be courageous, dare to speak the truth. This is just about a MAGA hat. This is not about these kids. Well, we need to remind ourselves it is about the kids. It is about mm-hmm. this community. It is about people who stood and were acting decently and principled, and they had nothing wrong. This is about Kavanaugh. This is about the border. This is about the media. This is about political correctness. This is about all of it. This story represents everything that the middle of the country is done with. And for, th- for the administration at Covington Catholic, it,
3: it, all it has to be about is doing the right thing to defend these kids who did nothing wrong. You don't even have to play the pol- political card. You don't have to say anything about that. They how just many,
0: did nothing wrong. How many times have I said, told the story, Glenn, you misunderstand. The Righteous Among the Nations didn't suddenly become righteous. They just refused to go over the cliff with the rest of society. Don't go over the cliff. Mm-hmm. Stand. Stand. On this issue, stand. This isn't Kavanaugh where, well, it's a horse apiece and it's your opinion, my opinion. This has evidence and proof it happened in front of our own eyes all you have to do is watch the raw video you don't want to watch the raw video fine yesterday we posted all of the clips so you could see it we told you in a TikTok so you could send it to your friends and we include the the full unedited video if your friends don't want to watch it then you know who they are You know who they are. Disengage. Find like-minded people. You must stand on this. You must stand. Nobody's being thrown off of Twitter. Nobody's being thrown off of Facebook. I want to throw a Disney producer. I'd like to throw that kid into a wood chipper. Oh, I was joking. So he's fine. He's fine. Imagine if I would have said, David Hogg, boy, would I love to throw that kid in a wood chipper would i be on the radio today (laughs) no no, No no way no way no way courage is contagious love and courage is contagious so is hatred hatred and vitriol and vendettas do not get involved in that stand for the truth you want to show your support Easy way to do it, go to shop.theblaze.com, get a Covington Strong t-shirt, and wear it. And if people come up, I can't believe, well, I'm sorry you feel that way. Have you seen the facts? Here, write it just on a piece of paper. Here, go to this website, here are all the facts. And if they don't want to listen to the facts, you know who they are, fine. But I think you're going to be shocked at how many people come up to you and go, wow, I didn't know that. Good for you good for you get your covington strong t-shirt right now shop.theblaze.com thanks pat all right our our sponsor this half hour uh is um uh is um the crypto master course now, the Crypto the, the crypto Master Course, the Smart Crypto Course, is all about blockchain and cryptocurrency. I got a letter in last night from somebody who said, I'm putting a lot of money into cryptocurrency. I don't recommend that. I don't recommend that. <laughs> um, I don't know anybody who does recommend that. Um, if you want to take that risk, good. But do you really understand cryptocurrency and how volatile it is? You've got tons of volatility coming your way before this thing settles down. Um, And so if you can hang on, okay, I I wouldn't invest anything that you're not prepared to lose. Well,
2: yeah, that's uh, that's probably wise. It's very volatile and you can lose money. You can also make a lot of money. Right, but... Do I believe in it? Yes, because I believe in
0: blockchain and I believe that cryptocurrency is the future. And I think when we start to hit, you know, runs on the bank, a lot of people who have cryptocurrency are going to go, oh, thank God I had that uh, because they can't touch that. They can't touch that. Your money is secure. Your money is your money. Um, But find out all about it. Take a course and learn all about it. It was designed for you. We asked one of the guys who's the best in the business to explain what is cryptocurrency? How does it work? Visit smartcryptocourse.com. That's smartcryptocourse.com, or call eight seven seven PBL back eight seven seven PBL back, or smartcryptocourse.com. I'm going to tell you about um, the the black. Uh, uh, Hebrew nation or what what it was, what is it? What are they called again? I can never remember their name. Just they're vile, vile people, um, or, or their message is vile. Um, and I, I want you to, after the top of the hour, I want you to listen to that. And I want you to say, ask yourself this question. What's the difference between them and the Westboro Baptist church? What is the difference between them and the Westboro Baptist church? And if your son or daughter had been uh, uh, been harassed by the Westboro Baptist Church, and then a guy who had been egged on by the Westboro Baptist Church started playing a drum in your son's face, do you think even if he did smirk, that would be a problem? We're we're looking at this story all wrong because the media is not telling you. Who the people were around the Covington School kids. You just assume, oh, well, it's just a nice little Native American. And it was just, uh, you know, some street preachers and, you know, four old black men. No, it's not. The truth next. Let me tell you about home title lock. Um, Home title lock is something that I didn't even know you had to protect. You know, you think the bank has your title. No, it's actually kept... Um, In a vault, really one digital vault in the in the whole country has has all of the titles. And when they're called for, they come out of the digital vault and they go out and then they are changed and then they come back in. Well, home title lock is the company that is standing at that vault door. They're the guards. They're the only ones that have access at that point. So if they're watching your uh, title, nobody can come in and steal it because once it leaves the vault to be changed, they say, wait a minute, hang on. They call you. Did you sell your house? You changing the title? Nope. They hold that title and say, there's fraud going on. Nobody else does this. Get your $100 search for free to see if somebody's already taken advantage of your title at HomeTitleLock.com. I have it. Stu has it. We all do. We believe in it. HomeTitleLock.com. The fusion of entertainment
1: and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program.
0: Would things have been different if it was the Westboro Baptist Church that were out on the mall, that were egging on the Native Americans, calling them all kinds of racist names, and then got the Native Americans uh, so riled up and then said, get these boys would it have been different would anyone have minded somebody who was really working almost in league with the uh westboro baptist church would it be a problem if that person was smirked at that's the way you need to look at this story because i'm going to tell you who the black israelites are and they're the ones who were at the center of this controversy that the media refuses to look at yes covington strong We begin the program in one minute.
1: This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hmm.
2: We live in a society, Glenn, um, where microwaves can heat up your food in like a minute. You can take in your car. You don't have to get out of your car. You drive through a restaurant and they give you delicious food. That's a society I like being a part of. Me too. Okay. Me too. Yeah. I know yeah, people yeah. would me say. Too. Probably the people at Field of Greens would say that's not necessarily a bunch of great developments you're describing. I would disagree. Uh, I want to eat all that food. What I don't want to eat is salad and fruits and vegetables and things like that. You ordered one the other day. You make me sick. As, I as, did order one. as oh. a
0: man yesterday. We it went was out a for side lunch. salad. <laughs> still french fries or salad and he said salad I well i almost left the table i know why i didn't have
2: my field of greens with me
0: okay so here's the thing if you want to have a salad go ahead if you hate salad more than poison uh you don't have to have the greens all the time you don't have to have kale what they've done is they've taken it and they've just ground it all up. And so it's a spoonful of the actual fruits and vegetables. You just All you have to do is just stir it into whatever it is you're drinking, knock it back, and you got it all. All the organic USDA fruits and vegetables that you could possibly ever want, complete with the prebiotics, the probiotics, the antioxidants, and blah, 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 blah. blah. Spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. Just a spoonful of Field of Greens... Helps the salad go down. Do it now. Field, uh, you, you get your field of greens 15% off at brickhouseglenn.com. That's brickhouseglenn.com. Order now. <laughs> I want to give you a show warning. Some of the stuff that you're going to hear um, is quite offensive. Uh, Listener discretion is advised. Uh, I'll tell you when we get into that. It'll be at about five minutes from now. Uh, But I want to talk to you a little bit about the black Hebrew Israelites. The black Hebrew Israelites are the story. If you are just watching the mainstream media, you have no idea why I'm talking about it. But if you've watched this show, if you've listened to anybody or you've actually watched the video, the long form video of what happened in the mall on Washington, you know who the black Israelites are. These are just vile, vile people that really were the cause of most of the problems on Friday. It's like having, um, you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, Reverend uh, Phillips or Phillips. Uh, from the uh, Westboro Baptist Church, Phelps. Uh, Phelps. Phelps yeah. That's right. Um, it, it's like that. It's that bad. Nobody in the media is talking about them. I want to tell you who they are. The path from the founders of the Black Hebrew Israelite movement in the late nineteen, uh, late late eighteen hundreds, to the group that is verbally abusing people, including the Covington Catholic High School students in Washington last Friday, is very complex. There are many different groups and subgroups and offshoots. It would take a week to untangle all of these. I'm going to try to boil them down. But no, I just got a letter from somebody who is a fan of this show and says, look, Glenn, I am part of black Israelites. That's not our group. And I understand that. And I understand that religion is a very tangled thing. But I'm going to speak generally here and give you the the roots of it. And then I'm going to speak specifically about this group that we saw. It all started in 1886 in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Uh, It was started by a former railroad uh, railroad worker named Frank Cherry, and he established the Church of the Living God, the pillar and ground of truth for all nations. That was the official name of the church. He mixed together all the elements of um, uh, Judaism and Christianity, and he believed that African Americans were descendants of the original tribes of Israel. He preached that these Israelite ancestors were chased out of Babylon into Central and Western Africa, where they were eventually sold into slavery by the Romans. He also preached that Adam and Eve and Jesus were black. Personally, I don't care. I don't care. I'm going to look for the character of Jesus, not the color of his skin. Cherry also preached that whites were inherently evil and hated by God. Cherry's church formed the template for a ton of offshoots. Throughout the 1900s, the offshoots developed into three main tracks. There were the black Jews, who adopt Jewish rituals but also believe in Jesus as the Messiah. There are the black Hebrews, who strictly practice traditional Judaism. And then there are the black Israelites. These guys are nationalistic and the furthest from traditional Judaism and Christianity. This is the group that harassed the Covington students in D.C. just last week. Now, the group calls itself House of Israel, and it evolved from the black nationalist movement in the 1960s and 1970s, which branded Christianity as a foreign religion imposed by white slave masters on blacks. Now, this group is on the extreme edge and fringe of the black uh, Hebrew Israelite movement. But they see themselves as the radical reformers of Hebrew Israelites across the spectrum who have just all gone astray. Even the notorious Southern Poverty Law Center characterizes this group as a black supremacist group, placing it on the same level as the Nazis and the white supremacy groups. Why is the press not worried about this group, but they are worried about white nationalists? The current high priest of this wing of the black Hebrew Israelites has uh, um, (laughs) prophesied that a vengeful black Jesus is going to come back to earth and he's going to kill all the white people. That'll be interesting to see. Interesting premise
2: for a movie as well. <laughs> That's a it movie. It is actually a movie actually, I would like to see. That I don't, would be fun. It may be a little sacrilegious. A little bit. A uh, but little it bit. would be yeah. a fascinating watch.
0: Um, but with that cheery message in mind, small groups of black Hebrew Israelite street preachers called Camps station themselves at busy intersections in busy cities like Philadelphia, New York, Baltimore, and Washington, D.C., and all they do is rail against the white devils, which they believe are descended from a race of beasts spawned uh, early in the Bible. In fact, one of the twin brothers of Jacob, later called Israel, in the Old Testament. They also rail against promiscuous women, uh, African-Americans, uh, because uh, native Africans sold black israelites into slavery Uh, they also rail against asians they call for the death of jews and the death of homosexuals you're going to hear a sampling of pretty much all of this here that from a video taken friday at the lincoln memorial now former member of the black hebrew israelites say that they use fear tactics to break down new recruits and brainwash them recruits are urged to join camps and verbally assault pedestrians Now, it's easier to go through airport security than it is to visit one of the group's places of worship. White people cannot go. If you're a person of color, you have to explain to security why you're visiting and how you heard about the church. You have to square that you're not a cop. You're not a spy. You're not a member of a rival black Israelite group. You then have to swear before the security guards that you're clean, including not have had eaten pork or had sex for the previous 24 hours. They take your phone and photo ID during the service. Then they pat you down. Once you're inside the first door, you have to register your name, address and phone number. Then you're handed a Bible. If you make it that far, a disciple then pours olive oil on your head as a final cleansing ritual. Now you can go to church. Good times. So there's their history. But what is it they believe and stand for? What do they preach on American street corners? Were the things caught on tape during the Covington controversy an aberration or the norm? You be the judge. But I want to warn you, what you're about to hear is highly offensive. The vast majority of their stuff cannot even be broadcast on public airwaves. But I get that in one minute. All right. Our sponsor this half hour is Relief Factor. If you're in pain, I'd like you to be out of pain. I've been in pain for a very, very long time, uh, to the point to where I, I can't move. Last, last night I woke up and I have to wake my wife up, um, from time to time. Cause I can't I can't move my, I've, I've got a whole bunch of things going on, but I can't move my arms at all. They just stop working and, um, uh, got up this morning. I was in such bad pain. I took relief factor. I'm fine. I don't have a, a, no pain. It's, it's amazing. A big difference. It's amazing. Relief factor. Go to relieffactor.com. doesn't work for everybody, but it does work for 70% of the people who take it. That's pretty remarkable. 70% of the people try it for three weeks, and they go on to order, order more month after month and some year after year after year. I've been on it for over a year. Relieffactor.com. Call 800-583-84. See if it works for you. 800-583-84 or relieffactor.com. We break now for 10 seconds. Station ID. Again, I want to warn you that what you're about to hear is highly offensive, um, but let me give you a montage of what these guys actually say on the street corners, how, how much they are like uh, the um, Westboro Baptist Church, and they get no press, listen, listen.
2: They think it's a joke, man. It's not gonna be a joke when we got a, when we got a, a sword and, it, and it's going across your neck, man. You're gonna get tortured too, man. You get, and by the way, all you so-called white ones, you gonna get brutally raped down here. Put the tip. You little
0: ugly cave beast.
3: Have your last day of the America
2: America. The Mosai's about to put your ass in slavery. and you're gonna use us to do it. That's right. little red
1: punks. All right, that's according to the Bible. Huh? It's about to be, be 144,000
2: Nat Turner's rose, risen up, all right? That's it's right! Just going to be uh, yeah, killing so-called white people, babies included.
0: Okay. That's what they preach. That's who they are. That's what they were saying in front of the Lincoln Memorial. And God bless America, they have a right to say that. It's hard, but they've got a right to say that. And they have a right to believe that. They do not have a right to to do that, it's some of the most racist and bigoted language you will ever hear. However, no one in the press seems to care. Now, this this is not what the anti-fascists and the rest of the militant left has risen up in mass to fight against, is it? If that was a white man saying that, that would be a Nazi. And I know how the press treats Nazis. Where is the where is the crowd of black clad millennials standing against these guys? And I'm not encouraging them because I think those guys are radicals as well. But the reason why they're not there is because they agree with tear down the system. They agree with a lot of what is being said here. They'll show up to Berkeley They'll protest Ben Shapiro, but not somebody saying these things. Okay, well they're saying this all about white people, right? So it has to be okay in today's culture of of relativism. We can just let it slide, you know, as long as it's directed to white people. I'm sure they're perfectly fine with everyone else.
2: That's right, right? right dude. Ned. nay, Kai! That was incorporated into those civil rights acts. Yeah, to you gooks. Yeah, that's right. Jeff the gooks. gooks. Man, I hate I hate bites. Yes. These gooks, go- these gooks and you damn East Indians. Hmm.
0: These gooks and these damn East Indians. They hate every race and creed. Now, this is the only footage that we could find that didn't have profanity. I can't include the audio of them slamming other African-Americans. I can't include the video of them slamming Jews or Mexicans because it is so vile and laced with profanity that I cannot air it on public airwaves. We are editing some of those things down uh, for today's five o'clock. And it will come with a very strong warning, but I believe these people need to be exposed and America needs to wake up. You're demonizing the Covington Catholic school kids who were standing up, not against four black men. They were standing up against these guys. In the climate of me, too. You would think the anti women stuff would be the final straw, but I'm sure they've never been hostile to women because otherwise we'd see the women's march people led by Linda Sarsour, no doubt, holding an anti black Israelite rally in Washington, D.C. So they must not be anti women, right?
2: One of the top three uh, fantasies of women is to get raped.
1: Who are you? Who do you think you are? Oh my God, I've done research. You know, I've taken classes. Okay, look it up right now. Those are your daughters?
2: My daughter. We're
1: going to take your daughters, right? They're going to be our concubines. That's right. Hey, somebody might pick you up too.
0: And the women laugh. And the women laugh. Okay, I'm not going to play any more of this vile crap, but imagine just for a second that everything you heard was was said by a group of white men on the steps of the Capitol wearing MAGA hats. They wouldn't last five seconds. They wouldn't last 10 seconds before before Antifa had targeted them and hundreds of people forced the police to arrest them. Hundreds of videos would begin to pop up on both social media and blasted all over CNN and MSNBC and the New York Times. Take your pick. It would be everywhere. Everywhere. They say they are for justice. The left is not for justice. They are for vengeance. And vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. They are for Vengeance. Because they have no problem with these things being said by Louis Farrakhan, by Antifa, by Hollywood celebrities, even in their own ranks as journalists sometimes. I want to put that boy in a wood chipper. I'd just like to see all of them dead. That's not justice. That's rage. We must not engage in rage. It doesn't mean we can't be passionate. But we cannot be filled with rage and anger and want to just shut them up because that's what they want to do. How would you react hearing this on your local street corner? With anger, with fear, anxiety, maybe even rage? Nathan Phillips The professional Native American activist reacted by using the vile language that was directed at his own Native American people to make a statement. Not at those speaking the words, but a bunch of kids who were white, who were wearing a hat that represented a wall that that particular Native American, who his particular tribe say You know, he oftentimes does things that we don't agree with. He uses tactics that we don't agree with. He instead wanted to direct his rage to those kids who were caught in the middle. The Covington kids reacted with a pep rally. Who do you think were the bigger adults that day? Is there anyone... Is there anyone anymore that has the courage to stand and the courage to stand with peace? Did you see that teen? Did you see him stand up and and appear on the Today Show? You want to talk about courage, I think a little bit of insanity, show up on the Today Show. Watch the video, he was terrified. Why? Because just like your son, if you don't toe the line, you're not going to college. That kid's not going to college. He's not going to go to college of his choice. He could be a straight A student. He could have perfect, perfect SAT scores. He could be the smartest kid in the world. He's not going to get in the college of his choice if it happens to be an Ivy League school or any of those run by any kind of liberals, because look at what he did. He smirked. He smirked. His he and his friends were standing against the black Israelites And he smirked. Oh, my gosh. I'm wearing a Covington Catholic school shirt today, and I'm doing it for solidarity, not for the school or the archdiocese, who I think are cowards. Jesus was nailed to a cross for the truth. You're not willing to stand up to the truth because you're afraid of losing parishioners? You're afraid of, of losing funding? Do we need to remind you what what Jesus did as he was dying, bleeding, mocked on the cross? Still kind of mentioning truth. But if you want to stand with the students of Covington... Get your Covington Strong shirt now. Go to the front page of Glenbeck.com or shop.theblaze.com. Covington Strong, you must stand with these kids. This is a turning point in our history. Which side are you going to choose? This really is black and white. It is black and white. Get your Covington Strong shirt now, Glenbeck.com.
1: You're listening to Glenn Beck. (sighs)
0: All right, I want to talk to you about LifeLock. Uh, LifeLock um, is uh, is the group that's going to protect your your digital security, your banking security, your credit card security. I mean, nobody can you know monitor all transactions and stop all identity theft and, and stop all cyber hacking. But LifeLock is the best, and they've been doing it from from the very beginning. I used to remember. I remember in the nineties, I was like, oh, "Take my social security card." They'd, have, they'd ask for the number, and you'd be like, I don't care who's going to use that.
2: Now? Different world. Different world. Yeah. I mean, you know, tens of millions of people. Every other day, you get another story where tens of millions of people's passwords and information are stolen. What? 700 million people yeah. just last week. Their identities were stolen. 700 million
0: people. Join LifeLock now. LifeLock.com, promo code BECK. LifeLock.com, promo code
2: BECK, or 1-800-LIFELOCK. Do it now. Promo code BECK. If you want to see these videos uh, what Glenn was just talking about with this group uh, that was harassing the students, we're going to have them on TV tonight, blazetv.com slash Beck. Let me ask you a question.
0: If I said to you today, hey, um, if you believe in God or you just believe in, uh, you know, a higher power of some sort, and uh but you get along with people who don't believe in god uh and you leave people alone and uh you believe that everybody needs to kind of work together but it's got to be a kind of a voluntary kind of thing you know nobody should force anybody to work together but we're gonna i'm gonna propose something here in a second that is we we all have to work together we just all have to work together because we're gonna try to do something really great um but we don't want any problems. Is this? We believe all men are created equal. That means all women. That means all races. That means everybody, and they have certain inalienable rights: life, liberty, and property, and nobody can take that. And we firmly believe in these things, and we're gonna we're gonna just rely on on uh, self reliance and also divine providence. Who wants to go to Mars right now? Because right now we're going to set up a colony. Elon Musk has got it all figured out. And we're just going to go up and you could take your family and we know it's going to be a safe flight. Um, But uh, but let's go and let's just try to do this right. Let's just try to do this right.
2: Are we going to have to fertilize our crops
0: with human waste? Uh, no, okay. no. There's no human waste okay. uh, that you that you have to fertilize your crops. Because
2: I've seen that movie before, and that right did not, it look, did not look good. Right. I think
0: I would consider it. <laughs> I really do. I have that. <laughs> I have. I have such a lack of faith that this is going to get better before it gets much much worse. Because I don't see how this just doesn't end in in you know civil war. I don't see how this. You think 2020 is going to make it better?
2: No, of course not. I mean, you know, I I think there hopefully is not a civil war. I don't think we necessarily have to go that far. Uh, That would be nice if we didn't. I mean, I do think that there is a real difference between what I see in this world when I look at social media and like this story in particular is a great example of it. It's people absolutely denying the truth. It's like, I mean, I know you're not going to understand this reference. But it's like watching the Saints game last weekend and being like, no, there's no pass interference on that play. Everything was fine. It was clean play. Like, it's impossible to look at it and think that if you're being honest, if you're being honest, it's impossible to read this one as, as different. Now, maybe when you first saw it, you saw journalists, Washington Post writing headlines that they were doing these things, these terrible things. You could absolutely be excused for assuming that. Uh, and again, like, I think you should rethink this one next time, but assuming that a journalistic organization did some work to check out the story, mm-hmm. like I can completely understand that. But once you see the tape, now that everything's out there, it's impossible unless you're just dishonest to think these kids did anything, uh, anything yeah. that violated any norm. This is, this is the
0: Kavanaugh hearings on steroids. Yeah. Because you could come, I think an honest
2: person yeah. could come out of those hearings and have a different point of view. Yes, I, I agree. I don't. I, it's hard for me to understand how you can think he should essentially be convicted on the amount of evidence that Correct. was out there. Correct. However, you could think he did it. Correct. Because essentially, we're all at some level guessing. Yes, right? we are. The, the system was set up so that when, the, when we get to a point where we're guessing, the person's innocent. That's how it's set up. Right. But I mean, if you want to, you might still think he was guilty in that situation. But there weren't 40 cell phone cameras filming the supposed bedroom at the supposed party that we don't know the location of. And we don't know what time it was. So this is like having
0: this is is doing the Kavanaugh case, except at every party he was at and uh, specifically the parties that he and she were at and specifically the party that she couldn't remember where it was at, but she suddenly remembered. And there were 40 video cameras, and it showed him never going upstairs, and there was a camera always on those stairs, and it was the only way up. And there was a camera in the lawn of another party that showed her window, and no one climbing up the wall through that window and he was down at a party and being with friends at the time she said he was
2: raping her and on the bed you have to have in this particular to make it the same you have to have a video of the actual controversial incident like you'd have to have a supposed on the bed that supposedly happened the entire time and you in this case you have all of that all of it all of it and you have it
0: with the narration. Of the Native Americans, you have it with the narration of the Black Israelites, and you have it with the narration of the Covington School. You watch the Covington School students, none of them are like, get them, get them, oh yeah, stare them down. You have the Covington School students saying, what's going on? What's happening all of a sudden? What's happening? You also have the guys from the Native American group all saying, get them look at these white boys they are just doing go back to go back to europe you have them mm-hmm. on their tape saying that not somebody else's
2: tape their tapes that they posted and the same with the black israelites and so i think you know when you look at the way people on social media react and and, and what is flared up out of this the fact that so many have stuck to their guns despite all available evidence and and incontrovertible evidence uh the fact that this this played out a certain way that being said in in my normal life right like in my in my life where i'm in interacting with people every day and going around i don't feel that tension i don't feel that the whole society is breaking apart i go out you know you go to a restaurant you, you hang out with friends you talk to people Generally speaking, yeah, you get an occasional political arguments, but that's not your every minute of everyday life unless you're diving into Facebook and Twitter and all these things. Unless you're constantly engaged in it. I want to know, like what you did yesterday was exactly what I wanted of a show. I want someone to look at this and say, I'm going to look through all this video for you. I'm going to make sure that you understand and I'm going to give it to you with enough context that I'm not making the decision for you. You're presenting all the facts to me. And here's everything that you need to find. I might not have two hours times 10 video cameras to watch all of that. I mean, I have that time, but I want to have this boiled down to me in some fair way, including if the kid was a jerk, including Mm -hmm. if the kid did do something wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to just know what the facts are Mm -hmm. in a fair way. And I want to know that here are the
0: time codes. This is when this is the film. This came from here's the whole unedited film. Yeah. I, 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 you, you have to be able to have the edit so people are in a hurry and then the people can do their own homework and go, mm-hmm. wait a minute, I want to see that. I want to see what happened right before that, right after that. So you make sure that it's all in context. That's what we did for you yesterday. That's what we're continuing to do. And we're asking you, please use the video clips and send them out. We've posted them all yesterday. We've, we've, we've uh, tweeted them. Mm-hmm. We have Facebooked this. Please like and share those things. So they can go out. There is no excuse for people now. No excuse. Anybody who says, well, I haven't taken the time. You don't need to take that much time. Got five minutes. I'll show it to you. I know. Um, You know, or the people who say, oh, well, you can do anything with video. Well, that's going to be the case soon, but that's
2: not the case now. Yeah, and, and you know what? It's okay to not take the time on a story like this. This shouldn't be a national story. It shouldn't should be even a local story. But don't but, don't, but, but you can't convict them. Can, if you want to say this guy is a bad guy and the school is a bad school, then you have to take the time. And, you know, some reporters did. We, 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 on News and Why It Matters yesterday, we went over a few of them. Even, like, Jamie Lee Curtis, an actual celebrity, did this. She came out initially and said, hey, these kids are terrible, blah, blah, blah. And then said, wow, now I've seen the context. I was totally wrong, and, I, and I, there's two sides to every story. Like, that's a good, at least they're taking the step. And it did happen occasionally, but it should happen a lot more often. Well, I don't think the press is doing that. There's been some. I mean, there's we, we, been some the Atlantic we talked about yesterday. Yeah, there's there was been there's someone there who did it mm-hmm. and wrote really someone uh, look, uh, there. Well, who did I mean, I don't know how many articles they're supposed to write about the same mm-hmm. topic, but I'll give I'll give him a break here. This is like, you know, That's uh, a personal thing, though. This wasn't is it? It was a uh, what's that? That was a
0: personal thing of somebody at the Atlantic. Yeah, it was. A I'm saying the New York the, Times should come uh, out. The
2: worst one is the Washington Post. Yes. Who, who first comes out and writes this story and makes it look like just takes word for word with no checking. The word of this Native American activist who's been in also who the next day tried to interrupt a Catholic service, a mass in progress with his drums. Uh, an activist who had to
0: lock the doors. Yeah. Imagine how terrified you'd be if you all of a sudden saw security rush to your church doors. And they locked them and bolted them. And then like all you hear is
2: all sorts of ruckus outside, right? Can like, you imagine that? I mean, you have that's, no idea.
0: I mean, that's very American to hear that. That's what the British did to Americans when they would be in church. They would just lock the doors
2: from the outside and then they'd burn it to the ground. Yeah. And then the Post comes out, first of all, and writes a correction saying, oh, by the way, yeah, he didn't serve and he did not fight in Vietnam. So after he's been called, how can you attack this Vietnam veteran? Well, now we know he was not in Vietnam. That does not mean he was not a veteran. We don't know the exact details of his military service. But, you know, facts are wrong. You're just believing what he says with no checking. But beyond that, they then have the balls the next day to write a big story about this interesting little controversy that's bubbled up on social media. Or these people, there's a lot of people who are looking at these videos and now saying um, they were wrong and that they've changed their mind. Not, not the Washington Post admitting that they were wrong, that the post was wrong, and the post has now seen the videos and they've changed their mind. No, it was covering from a distance this little controversy going on in social media. How people have noticed that the enti- that new information has come out to change a lot of people's opinion. And isn't that an interesting thing to watch from a distance? It was your freaking story. You were the ones that took an absolutely meaningless interaction between a high school student and a protester that if there wasn't a red hat on his head, would never have made news anywhere. And instead, you made that into a national news story. You forced this kid into being threatened you've 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 seen blue check marks all over the internet uh threatening him to be thrown into wood chippers and and wanting him to be punched in the face and those people are still on twitter still on twitter and doesn't even make a difference and you act as oh there's this look at this interesting little cultural quirk we've discovered a day after we started it it's 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 indescribable the way some people in the media have handled this you know, there's been a few good examples, and I think it's important because as conservatives, right, we, we understand incentives, right? That we, that's one of the main things that is, uh, that is the foundation of conservatism, uh, admitting that incentives actually do things. If you tell everyone, well, your health care is going to be paid for by the government, they're going to use it in a way that is going to make it so it's going to be very expensive. We, we understand those things. So when someone who, like in the Atlantic, her name is uh, Julie Irwin Zimmerman. When she comes out and writes something, and she said, look, I reacted immediately to this, and it's like a Rorschach test. I could tell you who you voted for, what you believe on abortion, all of these things as to how you initially reacted. But next time, I'm going to make sure that I take the steps to actually understand the story before I blabbing about it on Twitter. And we should praise those people because we should incentivize. That is good behavior. We all make mistakes when a story comes out, but it's important to actually take that step and understand where, where the truth is, to care because it's not even that you, people don't even want to look for it. They don't even care if they found it. And if they found the truth, if they watch those videos, they'd come up with a justification yes. to, to, to dig their are. feet in and stay where they were. It's yes. it's just They'll, not the because right way they saying saying
0: If they're not guilty about this, they're guilty about something.
2: You still have tickets to Mars? I mean, is that still, <laughs> <they're> still available? <laughs> I I, I'll go.
0: Yes, okay. I do. I'm selling tickets to Mars. Even with the human waste fertilization, I think I'm in on that. It's it. really nuts. It's really nuts. I don't see how this ends unless... A group of people who are not all like-minded in everything. They're just like-minded in decency. Start to stand together. And stand loudly. Loudly. We we have to see you. All right. X-chair. Um, X-chair has every function known to man. I mean, I don't know, but I, there might be a switcher on this or something that would make this turn into like a cryogenic freezer or something <laughs> of the future is it's a great it's a great great chair that has all kinds
2: of features really comfortable if you happen to be uh, on a long flight to mars in the right. future very soon you want the x one. chair is the one you want because it's very yeah. comfortable if you're gonna yeah. be in it for a, you know a couple of years mm-hmm. <laughs> straight right mm-hmm. uh so you're sitting in the x chair and it it is perfect
0: position for your body it reduces pain Blah 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 it's just a great chair all the way around You deserve a great chair to sit in at the office or at home. So they have the X chair and the X chair basic. So find out if this chair is right for you. And you can do it by ordering it. And they'll give you the money back in 30 days. if It's just not the best chair you've ever sat in. I think it is. It's the best office chair I've ever sat in. It's X chair. 30-day money-back guarantee. No questions asked. It's a hundred dollars off. Use the promo code Beck. You're going to get a free footrest as well. It's xchairbeck.com or call eight four 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 xchair xchairbeck.com. Coming up in a minute, we have uh, Dr. Peter Boghossian. um You may not know his name, but you know him. He's been in the news. He's assistant professor of philosophy at Portland State University. God bless him. Um, And his main focus is bringing the tools of professional philosophers to people uh, in a wide variety of uh, life situations. He's been um, teaching for more than 25 years, 30,000 students. He's he's been in prisons, hospitals, uh, public and private schools, seminaries, colleges, universities, Fortune 100 companies, small businesses. And he is focused on critical thinking. Well, he's the guy who was uh, part of the three uh, scientists—in fact, he was the, the lead guy on this— that was trying to show that the university system
2: has gone unhinged. And he did show the yes. university system, and the yes. peer review system in particular had, had really gone unhinged. Just when it comes to social justice-type causes, you know, he was able to to place a bunch of ridiculous fake studies as long as it agreed with the sort of narrative— of the left and the way they want to move things even if they got completely ridiculous when it comes to feminism and gender and all of these things yeah dog parks were a, a, a very hot spot for dog rape dog rape was one of them he put yeah. uh, uh parts of mein kampf and and said it was well it's my struggle here's our struggle of i think it was feminism i it to mm-hmm. and it was uh here's here's a bunch of it and It and just like re-edited some of the words from mein kampf and they that got you know i think that one got one of the two he did that with i think got through the other one was in the process. Or maybe that one was the one that was uh, that there was no end to. Well, we'll get the details from here in a minute. But most of the studies got through; only a couple were rejected. And most of the other ones were on in process of going through when they had to pull the plug on the experiment. It's it's an embarrassment. So guess who's in trouble? Oh, all these all these peer reviewed journals that just approved these ridiculous yeah, no. things. Obviously, they're in huge no. trouble. Uh-uh. He is. Oh. He is because
0: well, he didn't get permission to do this. Wait, how wait what? <laughs> I gotta place false things in your journal. Will you approve it?
2: Like I can get
0: permission for that. Back with him and his crazy story coming up. The fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenbeck program. You know, there was a time that we taught people critical thinking. We taught people how to question. Remember the time and the day when there was no stupid question? Well, now there are not only stupid questions, there are dangerous questions. What kind of world do we live in? I remember the first time I read Immanuel Kant's quote, There are many things that I believe that I shall never say, but I shall never say the things I do not believe. I was perplexed. For days, I pondered that and thought, what kind of world was it that he lived in where he would say that? This kind of world, the world we're living in right now. And I'll show you a guy who's living at ground zero in one minute.
1: This is the Glenn Beck Program.
0: Hiring can be really, really time consuming, you know, and you post a job to several online job boards, uh, only get Tons of, you know, wrong resumes, people that, you know, they're not going to work for you and you're not going to you're not going to hire them. They're in the wrong part of the country, whatever it is. But you have to sort through all of those. You have to find just a few people that have the right experience, the right skills and would fit with your corporate culture. The job sites that overwhelm you with the wrong industries, they're not smart. But this is this is smart, smart technology, smart algorithms with ZipRecruiter.com slash Beck. Unlike other job sites, ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates for you. It has powerful matching technology that goes out and scans thousands of resumes and identifies the people with the right skills, education, experience, and then goes and actively invites them to apply for your job. So you'll get qualified candidates fast. In most cases, employers receive a qualified candidate that they can hire or do hire within an hour Zip Recruiter cuts through all the bullcrap and gets to the people that can help you build your company. Zip Recruiter. Try it for free at ziprecruiter.com slash Beck. It's ziprecruiter.com slash Beck. The smartest way to hire ziprecruiter.com slash Beck. Last fall, it was revealed that a trio of researchers um, had perpetrated what they viewed as, a, um, uh, as, as, a, as, as an important work that needed to be done, work that exposed how crazy things had gotten in the peer-reviewed journals and in education to where you couldn't question authority but you could be you could be published even if you had crazy ideas as long as you spoke the right language it didn't really even have to make sense you could take things from hitler and if you couch them in the right terms and you were making a point about feminism you might pretty well get that thing published peer reviewed well, the guy who is really responsible for this, uh, really the 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 mastermind behind it, uh, who started it, is uh, is Doctor Peter Bogosian, and uh, Doctor Bogosian uh, joins us now. There's a, uh, there's more to this story. Not we covered it in the fall, but now the fallout has happened. He's in trouble with the university. An assistant professor of philosophy at Portland State University, Dr. Peter Doctor Peter Bogosian.
1: Doctor, how are you? Good to talk. Good to talk to you. Just a quick correction on that: yeah. we are all equally a team on this project, and so I, th- there's no, was no mastermind of this. We all participated equally.
0: Okay, and but you're the only one so far that's in trouble.
1: That's correct. So the university system has authority over me; they ha- they exercise dominion over me. Whereas mm-hmm. James Lindsay does not work in the academy, and Helen Pluckrose does not work in the academy. Okay, so I was clearly the most vulnerable of the three.
0: All right, now um, um, look. We, I'm sure we don't agree on a hundred million things, but that doesn't that doesn't bother me at all. I look for people who have uh, intellectual integrity, and if you, as long as you have intellectual integrity, and you are married to the truth, and you know, hey, come what may, if I find that to be truth, and I need to adopt that, I'm cool with that person. Um, that doesn't s- go ahead
1: that's the, sorry to interrupt you that's the attitude and the posture that we need to take in our universities now and that's not what's happening but isn't we that what take,
0: How how is it the university system they don't see themselves becoming the catholic church and people like you as galileo
1: well, that's a really, really pertinent question, and we've argued in Ariel magazine, for example, that this is a new religion. And so as you see the decline of the Abrahamic traditions, particularly Christianity, something has filled that void. Nietzsche. And I, I think that this makes sense in a lot of ways to view these folks as religious, really. They they're kind of have an evangelism for social justice. They have political correctness, which is blasphemy. They have privilege, which is the analog to original sin, and so they're really operating in this quasi-religious context. Although they don't, they don't consider themselves religious. So when you look at it through that lens, their behavior makes sense. And what's happening now is that universities are so—they're um, not—they've they've become social centers of social justice advocacy Mm -hmm. and not centers where people find the truth so they've Mm -hmm. placed an agenda ahead of the truth and we tried to shine a light on that because we think it's hurting people so
0: are are you in the vast minority are you in the majority but the only vocal ones how prevalent is your philosophy you know especially because if i'm not mistaken you're on the left
1: yeah, I'm, I would consider I'm I consider myself a, a classical liberal. Okay. And that's not the very, left. Very what's very in, well, it's what's very interesting is that 10 15 years ago, I would be the guy that parents would come in to warn their kids about. Now I'm the guy the whole institution has swung so far to the left that I'm the guy conservative and religious parents and I wrote a manual for creating atheists. Uh, hmm. uh so we we have some you and i have some substantive metaphysical disagreements mm-hmm. but again those can be worked out in conversation mm-hmm. but parents come to me now and and tell them that they want their kids to study with me and it's just the most fascinating twist in the culture war the fact that you and i are having this conversation now is another fascinating twist in the culture war and i think the commonality there is we might disagree about interpretations of facts but both you and i share rudiment just commonalities like we both agree there's an external world we both agree that your subjective experiences of the world don't trump any objective reality we both agree that we don't want to punch anybody being punched right we want to work out our lowest common denominator but unfortunately has to be said in this in this cultural environment so we both value the truth and we both value the fact that we can have conversations in which not only can we get to the truth, but it's okay if we disagree. I want to know what you think, and and if, if I'm wrong about something, I don't want to be wrong. This is Sam Harris's, you, you dedicated your book to him. I don't want to be, quotation, I don't want to be wrong one second more than I have to be.
0: Exactly right. And
1: as long as we we share that attitude, it's fine. That's what Aristotle talked about, is the highest form of friendship between, being uh, between two virtuous people. If both people love the truth, that's, ultimately the only thing that matters if they have integrity
0: so i i i mean i'm a classic uh liberal as well i am very religious but i don't i mean i have no i have many atheist friends um Mm -hmm. and i don't i'm not trying to save them and i'm not condemning them or whatever just live your life man and live your life to the best that you can is what is the system that you're living under making you a better human being or a worse human being. And I know people who are very religious. Who it makes them a much worse human being. Um, and and that's what we should all be striving for. Is how can we respect each other's rights. Hu- basic human. Constitutionally uh, guarded human rights. Leave
1: people and alone. That is, that is a view I share. But that is not what's coming out of these bodies of literature in what we term grievance studies, basically anything that has studies at the end of it. It, it, One of the things that is coming out of this is the is an overt racism in the in the name of Mm non-racism. It's an uh, anti-male. Basically, it's identifying people on the basis of their immutable characteristics, for example, their skin color or (laughs) some fat, right? Martin Luther King's dream
0: is absolutely dead. Right now, That's
1: right. That's correct. It's not that we judge people on the contents of their character, not the color of their skin. It's the other way around. So we, but but what's worse than that is that we see from these bodies of literature, and this is really what I want people to understand. People think, well, why does this affect me? Well, it affects you because this stuff is being taught in school to our kids, and they don't develop robust defenses of their ideas. They're not even many many people who have alternative opinions, for example, conservatives or libertarians or Christians, they don't feel comfortable voicing those opinions in the classroom. So not only do students, other students, not get the benefit of learning why people believe things, right? That's the philosopher Jürgen Habermas. We, we want to speak to people so that we understand where they're coming from. And when you understand where, where someone's coming from, especially in this incredibly polarized environment, it's much easier to look at them as people, to understand their points of view, and to have compassion toward them. Mm-hmm. And the, if you look at the literature coming out of these fields, there's no mercy, there's no compassion, there's a weird sense of redemption if you're quote-unquote woke, but these, these bodies of literature are causing contention, they're causing damage, they're, they're hurting people. And that's why we decided to do this project because someone needed to shine a spotlight on this
0: okay Um, let me just take a quick minute break one minute break and then we're gonna come back and I I want to hear what's happening to you at the University and how people can get involved in in changing this when we come back First, one minute uh, to tell you about twenty three and me they 're a new partner of the show this year i 've an adopted son. Um, I know his mother has Scottish background we don 't know who the father is. Um, and uh, so I have no idea what his true background is. I have no idea what his health background is.
2: it going be amazing to actually find that out. Oh, it's going to be
0: so cool. All these years. It's going to be so yeah. cool. We're really excited. I'm excited as a family. It's kind of like one of those things we want to open up together and be like, okay. You know, because it's like the wheel of the world. Where are you from? Um, mm. Anyway. Uh, gene's tell us more than just our ancestry, however, they tell us about our health as well. 23andMe has health and ancestry kit. You'll learn about your health, your traits, your ancestry, and 125 personalized insights. Join me to discover the connections between your DNA and your weight and how you can improve your sleep and you know, how much caffeine your body and your DNA can really uh uh handle, all the different things that can just help you on day to day. Plus, you're gonna learn about your ancestry. Buy your DNA kit at 23andme.com slash That's the number 23andme.com slash beck. 23andme.com slash back. We break for 10 seconds station ID. The Glenbeck program with Dr. Peter Bogosian. Um, so, you did this experiment where you showed mm-hmm. that you could pretty much get anything published. Um, and instead of that being a shockwave uh, through the uh, peer reviewed um, uh, um, system, system, you mm. instead. Uh, start receiving incoming fire from the system saying right. you betrayed us.
1: Right. But it, so just a small correction or maybe a large correction, not that we could get anything published, right. but we could get yes. anything that was morally fashionable published. Correct. Correct. So, we, so if, it, if it espouses feminist dogma, it's far more likely to be published
0: sure i'm not going to get published. anything published if if you published something that was religious or whatever and not in fashion you couldn't no get that chance. published you couldn't even get some of the other stuff published um until you really zeroed in on exactly the right language correct
1: yeah we've yeah. we figured out what the core tenets of their belief system are and you know i'll tell i can tell you this and many listeners probably won't believe it but it's the biology denialism is big and Hatred of men is big and, um, you know, we in the dog park paper, the paper that received the most attention, we, we argued that we should train men like dogs. Um, that was big. So there's just, if you know what to write about and you know what is morally resonates with them, then they'll just accept it. Boom, hook, line and sinker. And that's unfortunate, again, because seven papers in seven years usually means tenure at most institutions. And then these folks in the grievance studies complex start teaching these papers to kids. They, they then use that as homework, and they study, and they test them on it, and then they come to think it's knowledge, right? So they don't need mm. faith in this sense. They just, well, how do you know that? Not because I have faith. Well, here, it's in this This is a piece of evidence. Boom, and they point to it.
0: So what did your university say?
1: Well, they brought me up on charges, but I, I think it's really important to to give some background so that people have a context sure. for this. Um, first, there was an anonymous collective of Portland State University faculty who wrote really a slanderous open letter about me that you can still read it. It's online in the Portland State University Vanguard. They pictured me as an evil villain, and they put this you know nose on me, and they said you know snake oil, et cetera, et cetera and they the the letter was really aimed at students to tell them that I having me on the faculty was demeaning to their education, but I'll let people read that that um that for themselves, so I think that's kind of the context that <clears throat> excuse me, there are bullies these people are fundamentally they're bullies, and in this case they're anonymous, so they're not just bullies, they're cowards, and they're operating behind the scenes, and so I'm sure that 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 and other things that I don't have access to put tremendous pressure on the administrators to do something to me, so I don't necessarily blame them for an investigation. I do understand that they're under a lot of pressure.
0: But do you blame them for cowardice? I mean, truth is truth. It's it's like the Covington School right now. They're they're worried about losing their funding and everything else. They don't know which side to come out on. Mm -hmm. If you Mm -hmm. watched all of the videos and I watched, I mean, my team watched all of it. It's a very different story. Now, these kids may be bad other times, but they weren't then. And I'm sorry, but if it's the truth not to stand is to stand.
1: Right, so that's that's a commonality that we we have. Um, we, we both defer to what's true independent of our own personal feelings. Correct. So in this case, there were two things. There was, uh, I, I was found guilty of not going to the IRB, and the IRB is basically this human subjects board. And anytime you do experiments, quote-unquote experiments on human subjects, you need to get permission. And so we looked at this as, and this is, caused considerable controversy and debate, we looked at investigating certain fields and certain journals and certain conclusions that the journals come to. They viewed human subjects as the journal editors. So I was found guilty of that, and currently that's escalated to the president and the provost of Portland State University. So, um, And uh, they may or may not uh, impose additional sanctions on me we can talk about that. The second charge of, uh, data fabrication is ongoing. And, um, I don't, I have not received anything. I don't know where that stands. Um, I know that when I decided to go public with this, that the, it, it was the, the, the support that I have gotten has been unbelievable, uh, truly, truly humbling and amazing from all over the spectrum, political Good. spectrum, ideological spectrum, religious spectrum, So Um, those, frankly, are the most um, touching and satisfying to me. Um, They all start, you know, we don't agree or we have many points of disagreement. But, you know, what you have done, I really appreciate. And we need alternative voices in the academy. So people really are fed up with this. But Glenn, what's really interesting about this is that as the letters of support flood in and they're they're going to the the man who um, spearheaded the investigation and some to my boss, the chair of the philosophy department, Uh, People are signing their names to these. That's what's amazing to me about this, that people are no longer, they're no longer afraid to be called a racist or a homophobe or a misogynist. So when they sign their names to this, they're doing so in a very public way. They're giving me a very public show of support and people just aren't scared anymore. So that's that's been an amazing sea change in this whole thing.
0: Courage is contagious and people I truly believe most people who are thoughtful want to do the right thing They don't want to be a pariah. They don't want to stand alone Um, And it and it takes just a few leaders to stand up and say guys, it's worth it because here's what it means Um, You know, I'm very concerned about what our future is gonna hold for my kids I don't care about my future at this point. I care about the future of my kids, the future of the truth. If if we don't get a handle on this, I mean, what what happened uh, in in uh, Portland to the Weinsteins is mm. obscene and green. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And most people don't know what's what what happened. Um, and they were holding. I mean, it was like France. They were holding little mock trials in the library people you know professors were not allowed to leave it's
1: frightening exactly and i i really want to say i think this is important this may be very hard for people to conceptualize or very hard for people to understand but once you put in the the element of a kind of evangelism to this it yes. makes sense the the mike nina just released a video if you go to his youtube channel it's mm-hmm. mike nina um One of the things that he shows in this video is how these what happened at Evergreen to Brett and Heather perfectly parallels the evangelical or a radical religious fervor. Yes. And once you understand that, you understand why people act like that.
0: Yep. Peter, I would love to have you in for a very long, non-interrupted conversation. Thank you for being on the program. Uh, And thank you for taking a stand back in a minute.
1: You're listening to Glenn Beck.
0: I wish we could have talked to him for another hour at least, um, but we'll have him hopefully back for a podcast. He's a brave man. All right. LifeLock. I want to talk to you about 700 million people being violated just last week. It was released, uh, I think, this week that 700 million people—that's twice the population of the United States—have had their identity stolen. That's incredible. So, all of that information, you you may be in that. Um, All of that information is now on the dark web.
2: Probably are. I mean, odds are there's a good chance of it. I mean, there's because it was a Western hit. Yeah. So, it, it most most likely you
0: there's a good chance you're in that. Uh, are you protected? Please, please call Lifelock. Go to lifelock.com, use the promo code Beck, and save 10% off your first year.
2: Lifelock.com, promo code Beck, or 1 800 Lifelock. You've been helping us do all this research for the Covington story and many others. If you join, thank you. Uh, go to slash Beck if you want to get involved as well. Use the promo code Beck.
0: This is the Glenn Beck program. Um, tonight at 5 o'clock, television. I'm going to show you some things that no one else will show you uh, about who these kids were actually facing. These um, kids from Covington Catholic School—the uh, stuff that the media just does not want to cover. Um, we have to support these kids. Have to. Not. We don't have to support the school. Uh, maybe you want to. I, I just got a letter from a. Just got a letter from a father just a minute ago who said, Glenn, we've been listening to you on the way in. He said, thank you so f- so much for bringing the truth uh, to light regarding Covington Catholic. Um, I feel compelled to tell you the conversation that took place in my car today when I took my sc- son to school this morning. Uh, incidentally, my son attended the March for Life in Washington, D.C. this past weekend. I looked over at him, and he looked physically nervous on the ride in. I asked him if he was. He said he was very nervous. I told him, son... You don't have to go to school to get together uh, today. The principal said they sent out last night. No student had to show up for school if they felt uneasy or fearful. Even if the parents were unsure, he understood. He said, uh, my son looked at me and said, Dad, I could stay home. But if I do, the jerks win. I am nervous, but I'm going anyway. Glenn, I just wanted to show you the character of these fine young men at the high school, and I'm so proud to support them and send my son to this school. Um, Dan, I, I hope the school does stand with you and the archdiocese. I'd love to support the school in any way, and I would, if the school does take a stand on this and they do come to the right conclusion on this, I, I would suggest to you that our audience will help you build security that is appropriate for that school. We've done it for Jewish schools. Uh, why we wouldn't do it for a Christian school that I think is going to be under attack for a long time. Um, and and we, we just stand with you. I urge you to stand with Covington as well. You can go to glenbeck.com and there is a uh, Covington Strong t shirt and hat um, and wear it and wear it proudly and wear it boldly. Um, and if people ask you about it, don't argue, just say, have you seen the video? Because let me show you the video. Uh, and if people aren't interested in the video, they just want to fight, walk away. But we need to show these guys that we stand with them. And I'd love to get pictures of you when you get your t-shirt in. take pictures of you wherever, and let's overwhelm these students with, you've got fans all around the country. You're not alone. You're not alone. I want to uh, change the subject and, and play a little bit of what Brett Baer said last night. He was on the way home from a skiing trip with his family, and the car slid on ice and flipped over, and a good Samaritan helped pull the family out, and everyone's okay. But it was a very dicey uh, situation for a while. Here's what Brett Baer said on his return last night.
1: As we were released from the hospital, I tweeted this. Don't take anything for granted. Every day is a blessing. Family is everything. It's always good to remind yourself of that before something does it for you. Count your blessings. And I meant it.
0: May I um, first say, Brett, you have been in my prayers and I think many in this audience prayers, and uh, he's a good, good man. But it is interesting what he says, and it's, it's easy to dismiss what he says. I said to my wife last week, Honey, we have had some real trouble in the last few years. We've really gone through some real difficult times. But I can't tell you the last time that I cried out to the Lord, where I just begged for help. And that usually only happens when you have a crisis in your family. I mean a real crisis with your children where you are crying out to the Lord, I'll trade my life for theirs. And that moment puts it all into perspective. had a situation with both of my daughters here recently. One daughter went in. We thought she had an appendix that was about to go and uh, brought her in, and it wasn't the appendix. And then we thought it was the ovaries and thought for a minute that they were going to have to They had the possibility of taking her ovaries. And I'm like, this is my 12-year-old daughter. Um, It turned out not to be that. It was something else. And I cried out to the Lord. And it is so clarifying those moments. The next day, my, my eldest daughter went into the hospital for testing she has epilepsy and it's bad and she's 30 and she's just you know she struggles to live an ordinary life and she just wants them to end and we've tried all kinds of medicine and it hasn't worked and um so she went in for a test and uh They pushed her and pushed her and pushed her and pushed her to try to get her to have a seizure. She had three seizures in the end. She was in for, I think, seven days, ten days. And she had such great spirit. But all I wanted to do was be with her the whole time. Now she has to go in for five other tests and uh, one of them will be a minimum of 20 days in the hospital uh, they do, uh, I, I don't even know if, what they call it now, but a, a type of brain surgery where they're implanting these, uh, wires in her head, uh, to be able to monitor it, um, inside her brain. Uh, and she's going to have to be awake for the operation and then, and then 20 to 30 days of testing in the hospital, I I don't know I as her dad I want to be there every second of it and uh so I I I have a lot of people depending on that I show up to work every day so I will be here but I I I ask for your uh understanding uh on this and I ask for your prayers for my my daughters both of them but I echo the words of Brett Baer. You just don't wait for it to remind you. Let this be your reminder that family's everything. Family is absolutely everything, and we get lost so easily, and when something happens in a blink of an eye, you recognize like we did at September 11th about our freedom. You recognize, oh my gosh, this is so fragile. It's not always going to be like this. One more thing. I, I want to thank uh, UT Medical and, and the uh, Lipschitz Hospital for epilepsy. This is the greatest grew, crew of doctors and nurses I have ever experienced. They were unbelievable. These nurses were just incredible, uh, as are the doctors. But uh, modern medicine is a miracle. Before we throw it away, let's just also take a moment and recognize there's no such thing as exploratory surgery anymore. That alone is a miracle. When it comes to costly car repairs, you need some options. Uh, sometimes you're stuck bargain hunting for the best deal because who can afford to fork over $1,000 for car repairs? Also, you can't really put a price on your family's safety with the security on the road. That's why you should have, like I do, extended vehicle protection from Car Shield. CarShield will make the process of fixing your car for a covered repair super, super easy. And you can have your favorite mechanic or dealership do the work, and it's your choice. They also provide 24-7 roadside assistance and rental car while yours is being fixed for free. Now, if your car has 5,000 to 150,000 miles, it doesn't mean you have to pay high repair bills. CarShield administrators have paid out close to $2 billion in claims, and they're ready to help you right now. Save yourself from financial ruin in car repairs. Get covered in the ultimate extended vehicle protection like I did. 1-800-CAR-6100. Mention the promo code back, or visit carshield.com and use the promo code back, and you're going to save 10%. That's carshield.com, promo code back, or 1-800-CAR-6100. carshield.com, promo code back. Well, we are not really even in the presidential uh, primary race yet, and we already have nine Democrats. And do we have a tenth one? Ninth
2: one. Ninth one Mm -hmm. today. Yeah. Uh, Peter Buttigieg. I know oh, you're I love a huge, peers. huge fan. Buttigieg. Uh I don't exactly know how to pronounce his name, although yeah. people are tossing around many different ones. Um, but he is the mayor of South Bend, Indiana. Uh-huh. Um, you know, normally if a mayor of a non-gigantic city doesn't you know, enters the race, most people don't take them as serious candidates. I mean, mm-hmm. Julian Castro is in the race. He was former mayor of San Antonio. Uh, he's been taken relatively seriously. A uh, judge has a lot of um, uh, support. Uh, he is. He would be the first gay president. For example, if he were to win, he's a military mm-hmm. veteran. Is the youngest mayor of a city his size? I think it's over a hundred thousand. Uh, know, and he would be the youngest president ever elected uh, if he were to win. Uh, also, he uh, had some has had multiple big figures like barack obama mention him specifically as one of the future people in the party that to watch mm-hmm. so that's kind of he's trying to get he's trying to introduce himself to mm-hmm. everyone but he does have some support within the democratic party um so we, we have nine candidates now i was kind of putting them in categories of uh you have kind of the favorites uh, you have a shot you have a shot if everything goes right you basically have no shot and uh, and no shot at all. Okay. So that's what I've gone. All right.
0: Five okay. categories. All so right.
2: no Five sh- categories, mm. nine candidates. Yes. How many categories have a candidate in it? Five categories have wow. a candidate okay. in all it. Right. I think like over time, this is going to grow. And I think the interesting part about this is you've got nine candidates now, mm-hmm. but really only three you'd consider generally top tier candidates. So there's going to be. I think what we have? 20? There's 17. 17. 17. I think they're going to clear that easily. I think they'll hit 30. They may hit 30 candidates for this mm-hmm. thing i think it's possible mm-hmm. so starting off at the bottom no real shot at all uh i would put uh, andrew yang he is a uh he is a tech entrepreneur but a guy i think you'd find interesting probably wouldn't agree with him on a lot but he's a guy who's really concerned about what uh artificial intelligence is going to do to our job markets he's he's a guy you've been talking he not specifically but a guy you've been talking about for a while who this t- tech entrepreneur type that is saying look AI is going to wipe out all these jobs. So we better have universal basic income. Yeah. In my book, I've said, I have talked about
0: that candidate. I mm-hmm. said, any candidate who says, "Oh, these jobs, don't worry about it. And I'm going to bring more back is either a fool or a liar because AI is going to wipe jobs out like crazy in the next 10 years. And so I don't know anything about him. I, I I'm sure I, you disagree I'm on disagree a lot. but um, I disagree with universal basic income. It just doesn't work. However, Uh, We do have to have that conversation. He'd be interesting if we had conversations with him. Concerns
2: are aligned at some level. Yes, because that's at least an honest look at the future. Richard Ojeda, uh, he's a state senator from West Virginia, or he was a state senator from West Virginia. He's kind of in the race as the, if you remember Webb, who ran a few years ago, um, uh, he was like a military guy, and he was kind of running as a, I'm a sane Democrat uh, oh he is a uh, oh he was a former military, military guy as well idea. and that's kind of his position right now and john delaney who's a former maryland congressman kind of a rich guy business guy white guy bye okay so those are the three i basically no shot mm-hmm. then we go to almost no shot and in that category i have uh, only tulsi gabbard from uh, hawaii now she is a young bernie sanders type um you know uh, friendly to the camera uh very uh she has had some issues um with uh she's the one that her dad ran uh, an anti-gay thing or organization of some level Uh, so she's had some controversy within the democratic ranks but Mm -hmm. she's very very super bernie sanders liberal Mm -hmm. but not enough recognition uh if everything goes right this category i've got julian castro who has been talked about as an up and coming guy for a long time, mm-hmm. um, and has some experience? He was head of HUD under Obama. He ran Senate. He was mayor of San Antonio. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know if there's a miracle situation like the Hail Mary goes up, could be caught with Julian Castro. And I would and say he'd be really the first Hispanic candidate because we've never had a Hispanic
0: candidate run, really. I mean, oh, not, no. not a serious well, contender. And Beto's not in the race yet, so we don't have any <laughs> yeah, other serious right, Hispanics, right. Hispanics
2: here. Yeah. Uh, Pete, I mean, besides Ted Cruz. <laughs> oh, but, yeah. I forgot about yeah. him. Um, Peter Buttigieg, who we just mm-hmm. talked about, um, he again, because of his sort of. You know, the fact that people like Obama are mentioning him yes. by name, I yes. think you put him in that if everything goes right category, mm-hmm. then has a shot. Do I really think Elizabeth Warren has a shot? I mean, I can't imagine her winning this this primary. She's just so terrible. She's such a bad candidate. Forget her policies. She's just a terrible candidate. I can't imagine someone with the same policies you can't just beat her. But she's a top-tier candidate in that people know her name. She will never she will get fare a lot of money. well
0: with Donald Trump. No. One she's, on one. She, she is just, the dream matchup of Donald she Trump. She is. If dream. you want to, hey, make sure Donald Trump wins, she's the one to pick.
2: Yes. If you're going to take one of these top-tier candidates, mm-hmm. there's no better path for mm-hmm. Trump to win than uh, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Warren. Warren. And also, I put in the has-a-shot category, uh, Kirsten Gillibrand from uh, New York. Again, I don't think it's going to happen. It's it, She has a shot at it because she's a, a relatively big name and can raise some money, and uh, she was big on the Me Too movement. Her rec- record really changed from sort of moderate to conservative Democrat to I'm Bernie Sanders mm-hmm. uh, once she started thinking about running for president, mm-hmm. which is an interesting thing that I don't really care about because I think they probably both sucked, both of her personas. But if you're, <laughs> if you're a, uh, a, a voter in a Democratic primary – do you really want to take a chance that someone who's once thought of something conservative or moderate could be your president? Like, I don't think they want that. So I, I, I doubt it. I doubt she has a chance. She has been very active in the Me Too movement. But that's to the negative because uh, she's being criticized by the left for ousting Al Franken. She was kind of responsible mm-hmm. for that. So they don't like her because mm-hmm. they liked Al Franken. Who cares if he's molesting people? And the favorites, I would say, the only one favorite I think is in there, in that group, is uh, Kamala Harris. And she, we've talked about her before, relatively personable, has a prosecutor background, which is, you know, a good matchup for someone who's under pressure mm-hmm. of Except Donald you Trump. you were
0: on the side of police, so, I mean, that's a little problematic A little for problematic. She's going to have to deal with that. Yeah. Um, all right. More 5 o'clock tonight. Glenn Beck TV on BlazeTV.com slash back.
1: You're listening to Glenn Beck